chapter 11 from verse 10 down to chapter 12 presents to us the journey of God's people in the land of Egypt as it regards their deliverance. In those days, Moses and Aaron did many wonders before him, and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. And he did not let the sons of Israel go out of his land. Simply God that had on this side. Hmm? So God that had on this side of the presence. Did you hear it? When they heard it, they heard it, right? And they accepted it. So did God harden Pharaoh's heart? How many of you said yes? Do you agree with the Bible? Serious. Is this style of writing? Because I thought it was a hard task. It's like the devil. You know, can the devil ever repent? Uh-huh. Is it going to have made it to be that way? Uh-huh. The devil cannot repent. Is it going to have made it to that way? No. That is the same thing with the heart of Pharaoh. His heart is only for sure for evil. He can't give up. I told you who never that man is. Any man that comes Pharaoh. Passed through initiations of different categories and is governed and ruled by a snake spirit. <clears throat> his heart is gone. So, when he says God has had in his heart, is that the man cannot repent. It's a parabolical speaking. God does not have in the heart of men. Men have the freedom to choose what they want to become in life. You understand? But the important thing here is what we call the bloodline. They call it the bloodline. Good. After so many signs and wonders performed in the land of Egypt, it did not move Pharaoh a bit. The man himself is a supernatural man. His throne is full of magicians. They can invoke things from the The person who controls the sun, harassing Pharaoh, is provoking the sun to strike you by day. What other manifestation will you show him that will make sense? Moses came and threw his stuff on the ground and he just made it. He laughed. He said, oh, oh you have blind us. Let us show you that we are still at home. Hey, guys, I'm not the one going to do it. Hey, guys, come. Show him that we are more safe to this house than you said. That's beautiful. It's a move. But what surprised him was that Moses' own rod swallowed up every snake and it took it back. That's a, a clear sign of dominion. But still, that was not enough. He had over 4,000 gods. You prefer him, you invoke more. That's very what we have here. His gods, you don't offer steps in the second bond, it's anything first bond of animals. Egyptian or you know, government, you don't serve the Egyptian government unless you are a firstborn. That's 
the law, given their boss and their sister in the second born, is an insult. But God said, Moses, this battle is not the battle of miracles. Because the man said, you go to miracles anyhow. We are going to do the ministry that the devil does not have. Left every family in Egypt, with every family in Egypt, take a lamb, or so hour, kill it. A lamb without spots, without wrinkles. Kill it. Smell the blood on the lintels of your dog. The meat, don't cook it, roast it, and eat it with bitter heads. Since that night, my judgment will come. The end of death will come. And then he's going to deal with the Egyptians in their own terms. What is their own terms? Their government does not accept anything but firstborn. And it's good that we understand if I'm the, the prime minister of Egypt and I'm going to be retiring, the person I will hand over to is my son, my firstborn. So from the moment I am 40 in Egypt as the firstborn, I'm given a responsibility to the government. And I will marry a lady. The first thing that comes out of me while I'm serving and start training him. Once I hit 18, I, I, I resign, he takes over. That's how all of them ruling the land of Egypt for peace. So when God went after the first four sons, he killed all those that have been preparing to take over the next stage of government in Egypt. So what shocked them? The Egyptians is how did this their God know that? In the class of man beings, there are some who are higher than others, and they went for all the firstborn sons and killed it. That means there's not a lacuna of about 40 years, or else they were employed amateurs. Then there's also the firstborn sons of all the animals that were meant to be sacrificed to all the gods. It's an insult to offer what? Secondborn, not firstborn. And God went and slaughtered all of them too. So that's when they knew. That is a mystery. I don't know. They applied the law, they did the law. And the end of that came, <clears throat> anywhere the end of that came and saw the law, they passed away. Amen. Amen. That land that was slaughtered in the land of Egypt by the Israelites, God came and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That same lamb was slaughtered on the cross of Calvary. That's the only mystery the devil cannot understand. That's the reason behind the Catholic Church cherished the Eucharist so much that each time we eat the blood, we eat the, the lamb, and we apply the blood to the Eucharist, the end of death has no authority over us. We have crossed the bloodline. Amen. That's why we say we are conquered by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. This is not just a just a change, it's a living reality. And we must cherish this gift that God has bequeathed to us. We must understand that when we receive the Holy Communion, we are invoking mysteries, helping mysteries in the spirit that force of darkness cannot contend with. By this mystery, we have deliverance. By this mystery, we command divine atmosphere. By this mystery, we command divine prosperity. By this mystery, we have victory untold. 
by this ministry will have, you know, grace unlimited. All of them wrapped up in the Eucharist. If the Jews in the land of Egypt could just eat the lamb and apply the blood only once, and by that, the Pharaoh that held them for 430 years left them, was even begging them to go because their presence was bringing death to their land. On account of that, when they're going, Moses said, We can't just go like this. You have to bless us with some currency, some gold. And without reservation, Pharaoh commanded a minister of finance in the land to open the storehouse. And the Bible says the Jews went and plundered the Egyptians, took away all their goods and treasuries. And while they walked on the way to the promised land through the desert, the Bible says at night God was with them in the cloud, in the pillar of cloud, like the pillar of fire, and by day in the pillar of cloud. Such that the mystical dimensions of the people of Israel could not curse them. The sun could not smite them by day, nor the moon by night. When they came to a point where they cannot pursue because of the water, the Bible said God made way where there was no way. As they crossed the Red Sea and they proceeded, they came to the land of Bashan, the land of Or, and the land of Moabite. And the Bible says those three kings say, We're not allowed to pass through us, that's just our land. And they say, we're not going to take your food or water. Just allow us to pass through and they refuse. And they take their bare hands. They conquer the kingdom of Bashan. They conquer the kingdom of Or and the kingdom of, uh, of Moabite. How on earth would that be possible if not for the supernatural presence of God in their midst? At the point they raised a witch doctor called Balaam to come and curse them. And after he had sacrificed over 72 rams, Instead of cursing them, he was wishing to be like them, not even in life, but in death. He was saying, look at these people, they cannot be cursed, they are blessed, they cannot be cursed. How or next? Were they having babies in Egypt? No. Were they going to services in Egypt? No. Were they going for any worship in Egypt? No. All because they ate a lamb and applied it to Over seven or eight significant manifestations of supernatural power in their lives. Because they apply the blood and they eat the lamb. If that will happen in the Old Testament, how much more in the New Testament? How much more in the New Testament? That's why it's a devotee of the Eucharist. And you understand the mystery of what you receive. And you can descend the love of God. You can be attacked. No bondage, no sickness, no infirmity, no limitation, no frustration. Because each time you eat this, you renew yourself in divinity, not in humanity. You are mystified. You are, as it were, you can exercise. You pass the realms of humanity. You begin to dwell with you. With you. Don't like saying, if you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. And he said, whoever eat my flesh and drink my blood shall never see death. What can we say about death? What can we say about the blood of Jesus? What can we say about the flesh of Jesus? The greatest treasure we have. If we did not need it at that very night, God of God that special meeting. He didn't give them land. He didn't give them, uh, he didn't give them uh, money. He didn't give them gold. He gave them his flesh and blood. God, eat of bread. Eat of bread. Eat of it. This is my God. Brutality of wine. Say, this is my God. The blood of the new and the everlasting government. Genesis, I don't know. 
celebrate the man. And you receive it. Know you have received something. Know the worth, the weight of what you have received. And this implication for your life. On account of what you receive, certain things have been settled. There's no compatibility between the Eucharist and burning and meditation and frustration and witchcraft and decadence and sinfulness. There's no compatibility. That's why we say society's faith for Jerusalem. Like Veronica Corona, who received it and then the church, she is clean. He said, What the world cannot contain has given her. And from that moment, her life became the way she was showing it. So we pray that the Holy Spirit come to unveil to us the glory of the bloodline, the glory of the Eucharist. So we can take you and more. Because whoever in this right time has put the mystery of the Eucharist is very important in our lives. Who are facing the all sorts of darkness, of error, of negativity, and of sanctity. Because that's the only language ever understood. We pray the Lord this man for the gift of his brother and God, and we pray that we want to. Thank you for the rest of my life. Good time. Amen. Amen.